It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What's up, everybody? It is Monday. Back here at it again, because that's what's up gotta love your monday if you don't love your monday change what you're doing if you love your monday whatever you're doing all right so make sure you love your monday if you're like oh it's monday i hate this leave 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 just go if you hate monday if you dread monday if you're if you got like at least four days a week you're dreading every day waking up change it it's not difficult you can leave it's okay just stop stop go do something else there's plenty of other things to do you don't have to keep chasing that little piece of cheese anyway there's my rant for today welcome to the public access podcast the podcast here on the quantum global broadcasting network qgbn i'm your host rusty diamond and you can check out other shows on the network like when the gloves come off the thinking man's pro wrestling podcast this is it with Lizzie and Saved by the Ben. And the show is brought to you by Fred Ben Savage as fuck, which now that Zoom has a new thing where anything we put on Zoom and record on Zoom doesn't have copyright anymore, we can bring that back. So there's a little heads up to anybody who's listening. Uh, Disney. <laughs> Look at that. Have fun with that. Thanks for the cease and desist. And it's not going to mean anything anymore. So. And the show is also brought to you by uh, Stoner Eats Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, and Sock em Up. Check out SockEmUp.org, S-O-C-K-E-M-U-P.org. People need socks. People need socks. And I got a place where you can give them to people who can get them then. We got a middleman. Sock them up. So I'm going to bring in my special guest right here, right now. And right here, right now, we have Irene Brooks. Hey. Hi, Irene. How you doing? I'm good, Rusty. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty all right today. It's Monday. I love my Mondays. I was saying, if you don't love your Mondays, it's time to leave. That's right. Time to go do something else. And, um. I don't know. It's not always the 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 best advice. I also have advice saying telling people to uh drop out of school, but do not stop learning. There's plenty of ways to learn for free anything you want online. If you want to go get college courses, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, all teach college courses. They have everything they have online, all lectures, all notes, all um papers, all online. Anything else, there's YouTube University. That's all free. Keep learning, but you don't need to go to school. If just don't stop learning. Right. Uh, that's, that's two things. It's not doesn't always get fully well received, but it's what I like to tell people because it is possible. Right. Um, I agree. Then, okay, well, thank you. Where where uh what what was your time when you said you you're you are ready to make monday mornings a happy time what what was it when you thought that would be a good idea 
Um, actually, not too long ago. So my my I started my business. Um, it's coming upon a year only, but I've been in this industry for a while. Um, but I decided that if I was going to wake up on Mondays and the first two words out of my mouth was a curse word, um, it it wasn't worth doing. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah. it's it's tough. It's tough for you and. If anyone else around you hears it, I mean, that's going to set off, you know, some sort of chain reaction, uh, you know, right. it's, it's good to not to worry about that. So instead of saying whatever curse word it was, your choice of it, you can say it on here if you like to, if you don't want to, you don't have to, um, but we can guess probably there's, there's a few to select from. There might be some obscure one we don't know, but uh, probably one of those two words, uh, you know, is going to be something we can probably guess, but so you decided you're not going to do this anymore. Um, and so what, what happened? Um, actually I, um, well, I had an outside catalyst. Um, and by the way, I still cuss. I just curse during the rest of the day, not just okay. first thing in the morning. So. <laughs> that's good. That, that's all right though. Um, but, but actually it, it was, I got a catalyst where I was having a great time in my job, loving what I was doing. Um, but unfortunately I was told that I was making too much money and they needed to make a change. And that's when I said, gotcha. That's a great time to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, it takes me back to the office space, um, that movie. And it's like, uh, you know, they have the people and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll just go and we'll bring in some entry level people, you know, pay them way less to do the same job. And so that was a smart time for you to get out of there. And um, yeah. so they put that up. I mean, so what was your first thought when they said that? Was it time to go or was it maybe I can work this out or what, what were you thinking? Yeah, so it, that was exactly, actually, the first words out of my mouth were, was, um, so. I, wait, wait I, what? you cut out for a second. I, great way Hold to up. get rid of your good people. Very much so, very much so. And yeah, it's like, uh, you know, giving new people a new phone when you sign up for, uh you know, a different, a new cell phone plan, but then the people who have been with you forever don't get any deals or anything, but those are the people that are. I don't know what's going on. I'm just. Uh-oh. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're yeah. kind of fading in and out, but uh, it's, it's working okay, it looks like. Could you hear what I said? No, you froze on me. Okay. Um. So I don't know what I was saying there. I, I lost that part, but so you. I, yeah, my, oh. my connection, but it's buffering a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, hopefully it clears up here in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you decided you're gonna leave your job. Did you quit immediately? Uh oh. Okay. So did you quit immediately? No, actually.
I um you're you're buffering. I can't even hear you. Uh can I I can't hear you. Your agency, you have to be licensed by the state and you know go through 25 hoops. So I just went ahead and went through those hoops and was like, deuces. How long did uh so was that like a pretty short amount of time then that you're able to say your deuces? It was. It was I would say maybe um two months. Okay. And so did you I mean, so did you tell them that you're planning on leaving or that they were I mean they were planning on cutting you anyway, so it didn't really matter that they much. Or... Gonna, yeah, they weren't gonna cut my job. They were just gonna pay you less I paid. to do the same job. Same job. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a slap in the face right there. And especially when uh, you're the only person bringing in revenue and sure to the building. Um, <laughs> and so I mean, okay, so then you decided to quit and then were you starting up your own business right away? Mm -hmm. I did. Um, I knew that that was the only way that I could make what I wanted. And no one could ever tell me that I make too much. So I, I just said it's time to um, dictate my own work versus somebody else deciding to do it. Was it scary or anything? For you? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm scared every day. <laughs> what, um, what about? Well, I, it's scary, you know, initially, gosh, I'm going to starve. I'm going to make less money than I ever did. And that, that's kind of true to a certain extent, <laughs> but, but it's, um, it's mine and I get to, to dictate the pace of that. Um, but starving and also not serving my clients well enough because when you're taking care of somebody and you're the only one there, that's a big responsibility. So, sure. you know, yeah, you have to hire well, you have to sure that um, bad things don't happen. So screening and vetting people is really important. So you're, uh, so as you, you're hiring people to work for you to help care for elderly people, is that what you said? Yes. So I know that one thing that I've noticed is that the the pay has been pretty small for a lot of the people doing this job. And I think that deters a lot of people away from it, as well as not seeming to care as much about what they're doing. Because I mean, a lot of them are minimum wage or close to minimum wage. And I, I feel that that's kind of the quality that has been gotten. How, how are you working with that? Yeah, so, so that's a very good point. And I've, I've worked where, you know, um, caregivers are treated kind of like a commodity, you know, tr trade one in for the other. And that's the worst way to view it without great caregivers, you don't have a, an agency. So I pay my caregivers more 
Um, I pay them more than probably any agency in this area. And I only work with um, experienced caregivers. So I don't hire someone who worked at um, Target yesterday and said, oh, I think I like old people. Like that's never a good approach. Yeah, who worked at Target yesterday and uh, comes into the job interview nodding off or something and uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, why do you want this job? Oh, well, I bet it has nothing to do with the, the medications or anything that <laughs> you may be giving them. But yeah, uh, so, I mean, it's, it's very important to have a good vetting uh, process for, for this. So then you're, you know, people are going to be happy to have your uh your people working with with their clients and so are you how are people coming to you are they um because i mean they're gonna see like oh i can get the same care for a, a fraction of the cost uh and i mean what what's it to them to not pursue that as opposed to going for uh, a reputable brand where they wouldn't have to <laughs> worry about having bad employees and not have to worry about the, the care of the, your clients? So that's a great question, actually. And I deal with that fairly often um, because people don't realize the risk that they're taking when they bring, you know, they put an ad on Facebook and they say, hey, I, I need someone to take care of grandma. And then you have random stranger um, say, hey, I can do it. Ah, that scares the living daylights out of me because first of all, um, if the person's not going in there, you know, not everyone, I'm not gonna generalize, but I, I've heard this story over and over again, where the person is going in and trying to get grandma's medication or, you know, slowly over time, they have had things taken from their home and, and they don't even realize it. Um, I've had where people have been just not kind to their family members, all the way to like the real, real bad stuff and, and, and you get abuse and stuff. There, there's no way that you can vet that unless you do a national background check, check all counties, do a drug test, do, you know, we do all of that. We check references. So, you know, I can give you the number, if I'm a private caregiver, I can give you the number to my mom. My mom will say all kinds of nice things about me, but I also never worked for my mom. Right. Yeah, <laughs> not, not the most, uh, I mean, probably a pretty good reference, but yeah, not going to be able to tell you too much about that uh the quality of or you know the uh like a, a real estimation or a real um i can't think of the word uh representation of of who who they are and because i know that some jobs too with when calling for reference checks that especially with former employers that they're not able to say anything about the employer all they can say is yes they worked here mm -hmm. which i don't very much agree with that that that's a, a thing that is that happens because i mean if you know someone had a bad experience with that job hopefully they have another job where they can have a better reference in that one but i think that 
you know, whoever it is, like if someone called me and asked for references from my employees that I've had, I mean, I wouldn't just say, yes, they've worked here. I would, I would say everything about them. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, not, uh, I don't know. I'm not a business business. I'm, I'm, I'm me who hires people, but yeah, I know that it's, there's a lot of just, oh yeah, they worked here. Do you run into that at all? Or is that not as much of a thing in the, the medical care field? Well, so there are some places that try to say, you know, I can only tell you starting end dates. And the funny part is that, um, I don't know if it's because I'm extra perceptive, but how people say things speaks volumes oftentimes. You know, if they say, I can't tell you anything but the day that they started and the day that they ended. And they're very like, that may not have been the best separation, but if you have somebody that says, well, they started this day and they started this day and we're sure gonna miss her. You know, Um, even how they say the name, like, oh, Susie, yes, sure. We like Susie. If we, right. you know, <laughs> now like, oh, this guy. Okay, yeah, we've we've got calls out him before, and right <laughs> here it is again. So I guess right. that last job didn't work out too well for them. Right, right, right. So, so I usually, you know, I'll try to ask, and because it's so important, and the, and most of the time they will tell you, and if they say I can't tell you, then that's probably not the person you want to join your team. Yeah, I would say so. And so then, um, anyway, so once you're, okay, do you have uh, your employees hired before and then you're hooking them up with clients or are you getting the clients and then hooking and then finding new people to bring on to work for those clients? Actually, both. I have a, um, I have a, a really strong group of incredible people that go wherever I send them. Um, every once in a while, I'll get somebody that's outside of that immediate area. So I'll have to hire for that position. Um, but for the most part, I have my, my people that can start off a case. I know I can send them anywhere and they're going to take fantastic care of that person, but also um, represent our company well to our clients. Uh, So when you did decide to leave, did you take any people with you? Uh, Was it was it the old uh, was that I think it was Jerry Maguire, I think with that (laughs) where, where it's like, I who's coming with me? Uh, Yeah, no. uh, Yeah, I took the goldfish. And that was it. No, um, you're, you know, a lot of times you sign a paper saying I promise not to do that. So um, now, you know, down the line, if somebody were to approach me, I'd I'd love to have somebody that I've, you know, I've worked with incredible people. But for the most part, I kind of had to start from scratch. And so what did you, what was your post? How did you start finding people? Did you go I mean, did you put up a, a Facebook ad and say, hey, I'm not, uh, you know, not doing it the same way as them, and but I need people to work with me? Or did you go, you know, Craigslist or like Indeed or something or, you know, 
some sort of uh, or LinkedIn or whatever? Yeah, so I, I did indeed. I did put some posts on Facebook, but they were for like in uh, career groups. So people looking for real work. Um, I did that as well. But there, the people that are actual caregivers, because I always say you can teach skills. I can teach you how to give somebody a shower or, you know, but if you're not a caregiver, like in your heart, you're not going to do well. Um, so I kind of went where other caregivers hung out and I said, Hey, I'm looking for somebody. So, which is where, is this like going to, uh, I mean, so where, where do they hang out? Is this, uh, <laughs> I, I'm curious about this one is like, okay. Like if you need, you know, uh, you know, a day worker or something. You go to certain. Yeah, no, we don't or, go to we don't go to Home Depot. Or yeah, I'm gonna go to Home Depot. Yeah, do you hang out at Home <laughs> Depot and and uh, have a bunch of people hanging out by the the sign out front? Or, right. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, who knows? That's that might be a thought. No, um, I I've gone to Facebook like groups where there's healthcare people or people looking for a new career or people um, trying to grow their career, things like that. And so how's that um, kind of panned out? Have the Facebook groups been pretty good or do you, do you have, I'm sure there's probably some people coming in there that are easy to, to pass on, but I'm, I bet there's, you know, more than enough good people that can, make it worthwhile just being probably in one or two groups to keep you going. And then are you in with the admins of the group to like have them kind of, you know, give you new people that are coming in the group who they might do anything, you know, have them uh, and then give them a little bit of a kickback for that or is there anything yeah. like that or how's that work? No, you know what, what really works for me is when I get somebody who's fantastic and I say, well, send me your friends. You know, um, so I'll, I do a referral bonus um, after somebody's worked a certain amount of, you know, shifts. Um, yeah. But a great caregiver knows who's good and who's not. And I've had people say, yeah, I know people, but I wouldn't recommend them here. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 I, I do that too. That's how I like getting a lot of uh a lot of people that i work with yeah if it's you know will, will they be good to work with me and like you know most of the people that i ask them to refer some people i won't ask for mm -hmm. referrals but i like asking people for referrals because then it's and then they, i mean they win too and i yeah. you know um like you know even with with hypnosis and stuff i like doing referrals and mm -hmm pretty all right um yeah and then so wh where does that leave you with what what your you know day-to-day -day ends up being are, are you like are there like if people call out do you have other people that are ready to go because I know that's also something that happens a lot in that field uh, mm -hmm. but I mean you have you said you have better employees but I know that the calling out or no shows Especially, I mean, yeah, with that pay grade was was tough. I mean, there, I uh, I used to do caregiving too. Like when I was, uh, I did it for maybe 
a year or two. Um, and I just remember like, and then yeah, watch other people who are doing kind of the same thing. And I saw a lot of call outs and no shows and um, how's that working with you? Um, so like I said, a lot of the people that I work with are experienced. So I don't deal with that too much. Now, I won't say that I never deal with it because I've I've been surprised by people that I'm like, oh, I'll send so-and-so. She's great. And then all of a sudden, you know, I never, she falls off the face of the earth. So it, you know, right. it, it does it happen. Yeah. Um, but what we do is we have a team of people that are very team oriented. So if I say, hey, I really had this happen. I need you to get there. I'll, I'll always communicate with the family and let them know what's going on and say, I'm, I'm getting somebody to you. Um, I've had to do a 12 hour shift not too long ago with somebody. So we do what we have to do in order to get that person taken care of because it's not just taking care of somebody who just needs to hang out. It's somebody who needs to be fed, who needs to be clean, who needs, you know, um, a change. So it's, you can't just say, oh, I opt out today. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can't be left with nobody. And, um, and so, so who was not names, but uh, your first client you ended up with? Do you remember who it was or how you ended up working with them? I, yeah, I do. Um, it was um, actually like a friend of a friend of a friend who knew um, that I was starting my my business, my agency, and they called about their mom who needed companionship. And that was really easy. Um, and then my second client was a full care, total care, 24 hour client. And that was not so easy. <laughs> yeah. Just being, because then, so are you with your client or your, not your clients, but your employees, are they, because I remember one, another thing with that was with the 24 hour care and then other jobs I've worked where they're 24 hour a day jobs. Are you having to change up people's, uh, like someone that's working, you know, two days as a day shift and then maybe have a day off and then do a night shift or two and then go back and do like another day shift and then do you do stuff like that is that how it happened with that or yeah generally i'll work we'll work in teams so what happens is we'll have one person do a 12-hour shift then you have this the night person because night people are night people day people are day people if you ask uh -huh. me to work all night um i'd be fired within the first two hours because i'd be out on the sofa mouth hanging open drool because i can't right I, my body's not set up to stay up all night um so i'll have you know two night people two day people both working 12-hour shifts and then i'll have one or two backup people because you don't want to send random people to somebody's house. So if you, right. you know, all of a sudden this stranger shows up. So today's Mary, today's Susie, today's, you know, Emma. And this person who may or may not have dementia or some kind of cognitive issue is getting more and more confused by the day. You really need that consistency um, for them, for the, for the um, caregiver, as well as for the family. 
Absolutely. And so this is, a, I don't know, kind of a, a weird question. Mm -hmm. So what happens when uh, inevitably the caregiver either no longer needs care or dies and then so does it it just it just ends or i mean i i don't know i don't or is there usually someone else there that would you know go to work with the next person or is that just the client's time is done yeah, so the the client, we will take care of people from the time when they just need a little bit of help, you know, um, with companionship all the way to the end. So once like hospice comes in or something, we're still there with them because hospice comes in once or twice a week, checks their vitals, you know, does whatever hospice does, but they still need help on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and, you know, death is really part of our Daily, daily life. So yeah. we know if there's a page, uh, a client that's imminent, which means they're, you know, on the last end, um, we'll, A, I'll try, because you have to keep people working as well. So you're, you're looking at it from a, you know, heart perspective of being a comfort and support to the family members, but you're also, as a business person, you have to think of if once this person passes, I need to fill this person, this AIDS time so that right. they're not going away from me, especially when they're fantastic. So um, I keep my pipeline full with, and most of them are referrals. And then, um, but while we're there with the family, we're very present with the family. So we're not like, well, when is this going to happen? Because I need to move to my next client. Right. It, it's, right. You know, it's it's really um, done very, um, we're very sensitive to that time because it's a hard time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, especially if it goes on for a while and mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite is seeing people, I say, graduate from care. So sometimes we'll take care of somebody for months and months and months and they're getting better and we're working with them. Um, and then they don't need us anymore. Or they, they went from 24 hours of care to 12 hours of care to eight hours of care. You know, um, that's great. You know, we, we don't want to hold somebody there yeah. if they don't need it. So that's my favorite. Yeah, I bet it's great to say, all right, we'll see you later. Have a, you know, send, send me a postcard or something. Uh, <laughs> right. error that, right. you know, it's, yeah, it's a good thing to have them, you know, in a, a better spot. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, so then uh, I guess the, the last thing I was kind of wondering about was, so what happens when you have, uh, a client that is a pain, mm -hmm. uh, a very, very difficult client. What what happens with that? Is it, is it kind of case by case? Uh, is it, do you do, I mean, a, a, a bit of a vetting process on, on them um, as well, you know, and if it's going to be someone that's just you don't want to work with this person. Mm -hmm. um, is that a part of a, it as well? Absolutely. And that's a great question. Um, when, when, when I go in for the initial assessment, 
they're interviewing me, but I'm also interviewing them. So if I have, um, if there's somebody there that I can tell is, is asking questions, there's certain things that our aid can't do, not because they're unable, but because our licensing says, sets the parameters of what we can and can't do. Um, and then when we have clients that say, well, no, 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 we still want this this um, aid to do, you know, insulin, for instance, we cannot administer insulin. We're not, we're not nurses, we're um, caregivers, we're CNAs. Um, so I'll explain it to them, explain it to them, explain it to them if they're still like, well, if you're not going to give me what I want, I'll, you know what, this isn't a match. Let me refer you to somebody else. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, but when, and that's usually when I try to nip it in the bud. But then if once you get there and the, and the client's being um, unreasonable, you know, then I have to, I try to have a conversation with them. I, um, I'm a social worker by trade and the cat's getting ready to make an appearance. Sorry about that. Oh, that's um, okay. <laughs> Woo, did I lose you? Nope. You didn't okay. lose me. Okay, the cat just took away my screen, but hey, there it is. <laughs> that's what cats do. They, they uh, if I had my door open, I'd have a cat coming up here, and the cat would be on the on the laptop, and you just see a tail flickering oh back and forth up here. Yep, yep. Mine puts his face right at the camera, like, look at me. You know, you'll see yep. like a little bit of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm the star of the show now. Right, right, right. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry. The um, So I'll have somebody, I had somebody tell me um, that they did not want my caregiver who was doing 12 hour shifts to bring in even water into the room that, you know, while they were there, they didn't want wow. them to take a lunch break, no water, no anything, just sit there. And, and that's A, illegal. Right. <laughs> B, that's not how I treat my my caregivers. I would never ask that of, you know, of you. So why would you ask that of us? So, yeah. um, so that's when you, you just say, this is not a good situation. I can't help you. Um, but as a social worker, I try to do um, conflict resolution. Like my kids say, I put on my social worker voice yeah. and, <laughs> and try to see, you know, how can we get around it? But some people, just don't have realistic expectations. So, you know, we just have to kind of part ways and be friends. Nothing wrong with that. There's a, and that's important. Um, and I say this a lot with a lot of therapists or hypnotists or, you know, anyone that's working with clients that, it's okay to refer out to somebody. If somebody's, you know, there are so many people that do that job. And if like, you're not connecting with them, that's fine. They can refer you to somebody else. And I would rather do that. Um, like, I know not everybody likes me and not everybody's going to have the same experience. And I don't want to turn them away from the positive experience right. of something that they wouldn't get from me but I could give a lot of other people and I, they'd be wasting my time. I'd be wasting their time. And, you know, it's yep. important to make sure that whoever it is, is getting their best stuff. And if they don't want if they're still like really pressing on that hard sell of working, wanting to work with you or them, 
then I'm that usually puts up some flags for me and I'm wondering really what their their motives are for everything and yep so yep. yeah and yeah. so when people are wanting to work with you or wanting to check out what you do how are they going to do that on the internet or wherever if they want to go and you know find you while you're walking through uh you know some theme park or something and want to find <laughs> you and buy you uh uh you know a hot dog and a soda or something or or whatever i don't Sold. know yeah. <laughs> where, where are they um, gonna find you so i have a website um online at uh, uh www.noplacelikehomenc like north carolina.com um the majority of people actually find me through um, their caseworker at the hospital. So if their loved one is in the hospital or at a rehab, um, they'll, a lot of times when they're going to um, discharge you, they'll say, you need help at home. You, we don't feel that you're safe at home. And, and most people don't walk around saying, oh yeah, I know this care agency. So the, the um, hospital will, will make a a recommendation they don't they can't recommend they can give you just choices um so you know i'll i'll go and i'll try to try to win them over so um but i also try to talk as, to as many people as i can and educate because a lot of people just don't know so i, I do a lot of speaking and a lot of interviews and things like that and so are you able to do this from home or do you have an office I have an office. Um, right now I'm in my home office. So I have I have two offices. Um, okay. I have uh, an office at a, at a business park that is where I have to keep my files. So, you know, because oh, I deal with HIPAA, right. Yeah, they have to be locked away in a certain way. And um, so that's where my my official office is. And then when I want to do actual work. I come to my home office. <laughs> Is there, uh, so with HIPAA, are they working towards something where there may be less physical paperwork and more be online where you would be able to have only the home office? Or is it kind of always going to be something where you think there's going to be file folders and uh, filing cabinets? I sure hope that we can move to a paperless, you know, um, because there is so much paper and you have to retain it for so long. Um, and, you know, I have HIPAA compliant software that I put my, my, my clients through and my employees through. However, you still have to keep a paper um, file on certain, certain things, certain aspects. So um, hope, I really hope we go paperless. I hope so, I hope yeah. so too. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It but, is. Um, yeah, well, hey, Irie, thank you so much for being on. I'm I'm glad we got to talk, not knowing where we we're going to talk about, where we we're going to go with the conversation. And I'm happy <laughs> we got to to talk and get to where we got to. Absolutely. And I didn't cuss, which I'm, I, I always have to apologize to people because I'm like, oh, I'm a cursor. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you, do you want to say something for the road? <laughs> if, if, if you want, you want to throw one out at the end, feel free. It's okay. Um, you can it's do that, or if fantastic. you don't want to, fucking fantastic that I did not Thanks. curse. <laughs> Perfect. 
Thank you for fucking being here, Irene. I really enjoyed it. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you. Same to you, Rusty. All right. Thank you. All right. That's Irene uh, Brooks. So I'm glad she got to do that at the end. Maybe I should just open that up at the end for anyone. Um, I always feel free to curse on here, but uh, yeah, why not? So I, I, she's going to have a great time when she hears the uh, music at the beginning and at the end. So thank you everyone for being here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. I forgot to do this. You guys call in, leave a message. You can do that before uh, you should. 503-974-6420. I'll play it on the air. You can leave a message or be like, I don't want to. Messages? Messages? We don't need no stinking messages. But I need messages. So you guys, thank you. Like, subscribe, share, do all that. Download. You guys are doing awesome. You're getting the numbers. You guys are doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that is the show, man. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>